Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! This is your get right game, okay? Because last week, I'm sorry. And I know I have my grilling now because I'm premeditating, trying to get used to it. But this is Kirk Cousins, and we're going to take it to the barracks. All right, let's go. Let's go. You like that? You, you like, like that? that? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Matt Mike Anahe is not here today. We miss him, but obviously yeah. there must be good reason why he couldn't make it. He didn't. He just couldn't text us back, which is fine. Well, he's, you know, he's probably got, you know, a job. <laughs> yeah. right, like, what, we, what are we doing This here? is our job. So, so awkward, I want to start off the show because the last show, obviously, what happened with DeMar uh, Hamlin and, and you yep. know, uh, we didn't quite know what was going to happen, no. how he is going to feel. Um, about a couple hours ago, ESPN reported and Adam Schefter tweeted out that doctors said that DeMar Hamlin awakened last night. He asked in writing who won the game, obviously not knowing that they canceled the game or postponed the game. And doctors said, you won the game. You won the game of life, DeMar. Yeah. Sounds like a Hallmark moment right It does. There. But uh, that's but just great what, news. What do you say to somebody who's like, wait, 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 who won the game? That's the first thing he says. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's wild. Competitive yep. spirit. Uh, but that's just great news because we didn't know what was going to happen. And it uh, looks like he's on the road to recovery. It's obviously got a long road, but and we don't know necessarily what all that entails. But that's just good news from um, Demar mm-hmm. Hamlin, his family, and around the NFL as far as fans yeah. go too. So, yep. so here we are, uh, the final week of the regular season, coming off an embarrassing loss, which we talked about last episode. Today is Thursday, January fifth, twenty twenty three, and we are heading into Chicago. Uh, I haven't looked at the weather. What's the weather going to be like? You know, I don't know either. Um, I'm interested. But I don't think it matters because the Bears are absolutely terrible. They are fighting to try to get that one number one draft pick. Uh, but I think the Houston Texans pretty much got that locked up. Sunday looks like we're 35. Oh, that's it doesn't not bad. really have huge details. And it's but, during yeah. it's during uh, 11 o'clock or one o'clock or yeah. noon, noon over there, there in Chicago. So that Kirk should be fine. Yeah. It sounds like we're going to roll out our starters because the two seed is still in play if the Cardinals yeah. beat the 49ers. Now, that's probably highly unlikely. Well, and that's something to talk about, too. Yeah. I think me and you share the same opinion on it. Yeah, we need to roll out our stars, get that embarrassing loss out of our mouth, and just to be able to feel like we're getting ready for the playoffs because we're going to have to bring our A game no matter who we play because it's playoff football time. You know what I mean? Right. We do not want to be embarrassed in the playoffs. No. At all. No. If we lose by a close game, then fine. But at the same time, I don't want to lose. Yeah. I don't. We have a magical season. We can't afford to yep. lose or go into the playoffs one and done when we were the second best team in the league for most of the year. Yeah. Do you think it's weird? Uh, uh, hold on. I'm going to hold on to that thought. Come back to it, Brandon. Copy that. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I do think that we talked about this. They need to start their starters and get that taste out of their mouth and yeah. play. There's a couple of things. As a coach, if I was coaching, and i am never even been close to that level of coaching and being that smart, but 
you want the mentality of the team. They used to do this with racing horses, right? Where if you're training a racing horse, you would send that racing horse out to run with a lame horse, essentially. That isn't that fast to build that confidence of the, the race horse. Sure. You want it. It's, a, you know, we're calling a get right game. They, you, they refer to that all the time. Yep. It, you know, so that's what they need to do. Need to go out. And, hey, we're, we're not guaranteed this win. No. Any given Sunday, it's a divisional opponent. I'm not saying we're going to go walk all over the Bears, but we need to go try. Yeah. Well, and, and we need to go try. And to be honest with you, not throwing the Bears under the bus, but this is a team that will allow us to be able to do that based yep. on their defense and how we are in our offense. You know what I mean? They yep. gave up 41 points to the Lions. They made Jared Goff look like an MVP caliber yep. quarterback, which he hasn't played bad all year. He's played pretty good. So, I mean, this is the, I mean, and Justin Jefferson is only, what, 190-some-odd yards away from the record. That's doable. I mean, it is against that secondary. It, I, I'm not trying to throw the Bears under the bus. I'm just saying that with that secondary, it is possible. That is, And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You go chase that record because you want, the record matters. It does. But going into the playoffs, the mentality matters most. 100%. What seed we're at doesn't matter. But you want Justin Jefferson not feeling like how he felt at the end of that agreement. He was mad. Uh, whatever had happened through upset. social media, he was upset. You know, the whole thing, he doesn't feel as good as he did the week before, the nope. day before. Yep. Uh, so we need to get that better. We need yep. to get him feeling better. Yep. We need to get the mentality of, of cousins. Yep. What, what, what's going on with your throwing? What do we? Why are we getting tip passes? What, whatever, right? They need to work on that and get it done in this game. Yep. Is it different channels, different arm angles? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Do, it. do what you got to do. This is a get-right game and get it right. Beat. The lame horse. Not saying that the Bears are a lame horse, but you, you are, know, beat the beat. Fine, <laughs> I am, but I'm not. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I'm meaning it uh, from my Davenport of love for the Vikings. Copyright Paul Allen. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that's how I'm looking at it. The Bears have nothing to play for. They're using their backup quarterback, correct? Yeah, Nate Peterman. Which with our defense, we might make him look like a starting quarterback, and that works for them. But hey, yeah. That works for them because then maybe they got trade stock. They're fighting for that number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Let this guy go out. They don't probably want to win this game. The Bears no. don't. No. You know, I mean. Because they're right now, they're fighting for a whole different kind of angle of the NFL, and that's draft. Yeah. Draft 10. Um, it's just some news for our team as we go into and we start talking about this game. It is confirmed that Brian O'Neill has a partially torn Achilles because Matt asks. And yeah, if it was just it was. his calf, and, but it is a partially torn Achilles. Um, but he should be ready for the 2023 mm-hmm. um, uh, season. Um, the center situation remains in flux with Garrett Bradbury missing practice, but Kirk Cousins says that Chris Reed has had a good day. Jonathan Bulliard is designated to return our, on the defensive line. So we got some people starting to get a little healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradbury should be ready for the playoffs, hopefully. Um, yeah. So that's good. Also, Jared Allen. Was a Hall of Fame, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist. That's awesome. He was named that, so that was good. Um, what else? There was something on here. Uh, Kirk Cousins talked about working with center Chris Reed in practice today and with Garrett Bradbury not participating. Things at this point look to be trending toward Bradbury missing his fifth straight game and Reed starting the, getting the starting nod. Um, there was a TikTok that I sent you mm-hmm. in my, last night. It was kind of late, so I don't know if you guys watched no, it. I watched it this morning. But when <laughs> Kirk Cousins has the lead... He ranks in the bottom of yeah. quarterbacks. But when it, the game is tied, he's yeah. a top three quarterback. 
Or even, yeah. Yeah, and then when he's like in, when we're behind, then he's a top five quarterback. Which, yeah. So, which means, I mean, that's what makes you a quarterback, a good quarterback, right? Yep. Yep. So, all these Kirk Cousins haters out there, I think, I mean, yeah, he had a bad game in Green Bay, and there's some bad games. He probably had, he probably had his worst season this year statistically. Sorry, as far as quarterback rating and all that stuff. But honestly, the the grit, the toughness, the leadership qualities that we all wanted to see when he was first signed for eighty four million four yeah. or five years ago, he was able to prove that this year. So, well, and, and I think uh, apparently we found out that, and I said to this last week, a big part of the game is the cadences and the communication between him and the center and the old lineman in general. Yeah, and when that gets changed. I still think and I believe that that's a coaching thing, whether it be the O-line coach or it be KOC himself, whatever the case might be, you know what I mean? It, it, you go upstairs with that stuff. So ultimately it's KOC's fault yeah. for either not lining the coach out correctly or whatever the case might be. That second, if you know that you're the backup center <laughs> or lineman, yeah, doesn't you matter where you at, right. you got to know. Yeah. You know, and he did not. No. It was real obvious. <laughs> it's real bad. That through that game, he's clapping go 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 it's yeah. loud but still i mean yeah delay a game look. and i mean come on you know and everybody's looking at you it's like so he uh, should he should be better this week because he has a full week of preparation yeah. um you know and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i mean we should be able to get right this game and get ready for the playoffs uh, i mean we can pretty much guarantee that we'll be the 3 seed yeah we'll play the giants and like I was telling you before we cracked the mic, and I no disrespect to the Giants whatsoever, and Daniel Jones isn't a bad quarterback, but, let, I mean, like, the Giants are a surprise team. They won three games last year. I don't know if that's right, but they, they were definitely in the bottom part of the league. Um, and and then for them to make the playoffs, yeah, it's, it's their surprise team, but they're a team that I'm not – you know, I don't want to say I'm not worried about them because it's right. any given Sunday and it's also the playoffs. It's zero yeah. zero at that point. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I feel more confident playing a Giants team versus a Lions or a Packers team. You know what I yeah. mean? Just to be honest with you. So yeah. I feel like our team, like I said last week, we have to win at least two games for this season for me personally and my personal opinion to make sense. But if we win one game and lose, I'd still feel okay with that because at least we weren't one and done after the season yeah. that we had. And I think the Giants I think the Giants give us a better opportunity to win that one too. game in the playoffs. I mean, we beat them once and it was tight, yeah. uh, but but I do agree. I mean, the mentality has got, just got to be different going in the playoffs. We're both teams. Yep. And so I, I do think we'll be able to, uh, for the most part, outside of our O-line, we're a fairly healthy team. A lot of key contributors, whether it be running backs, wide receivers, um, are, are all are all healthy. Tight ends. Yep. Irv Smith is going to be coming back. Yeah, that I saw only, that. That only makes it better for us, having Irv Smith's speed out there as a tight end as Irv well Smith, as, as the end and Hawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be huge. Well, And honestly, that might even help our uh, O-line out. Because if I don't know what the Hawk does for blocking, but I know Irv Smith isn't known for his blocking, I believe I could have that backwards, then that helps out. You know what I mean? You throw a tight end. When you have two tight ends that are able to catch and run really good, oh, yeah. the other ones are blocking and you're good, right? Yep. So that that helps us out a ton. I I, I don't know. This is it, There's not much to talk about going into this Bears game other than that. Well, and you I, know, it's it, let's let's go. Let's get this game. Let's get the dub. Yeah. And uh, feel good going into the playoffs. Be 13 we do and get, 4. We do have, a, yeah, 13 and 4. When I said we would be 12 and 5, I think you were right around there. You I know, was, I think I, I leaned a little more like 14 and 3. Two, but, 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, 
Um, I did want to make a point, too, because, you know, we were us as Vikings fans, the NFL world, the media, they were ready. I mean, they've been wanting to write off the Vikings all year long, calling us frauds and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, we felt that after that Green Bay Packers game. You know, we kind of felt like our season's done. Our season's lost. Mm-hmm. We're going to be a one-and-done team, blah, blah, blah. But think about those players in that locker room that have been through all these games and yeah. fought with each other. That's just only going to give them – more motivation to prove people wrong. And they still are a team that can make a run. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody can be Mm -hmm. beat at any given day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No matter Mm -hmm. if you had four bad losses in the regular season, now it's playoff time. And all you got to do is go 4-0. Yeah. 4-0, man. Yeah, I I do still believe in the fact that our team is is great. Um, I, I I do think we have the ability to run the table and never lose another game this year, uh, and, and go on this beginning of the year anyway, and uh, the rest of the season. Uh, but I'm also I'm with you. I'm not going to be bummed if we do. I, I would like to make it a little deeper than just one game in the playoffs. So that'd be nice. I do think just like you, I agree. We have good chances against the Giants better than we would against the Niners or the Eagles or yeah. the Cowboys to or f- play the first any of those. game. Yeah, yes, exactly. Sure. So it'd be nice to run into one of them the second or possibly third game. You know that NFC Championship game kind of thing. Uh, and and I think I I hope and I think. That the team in the coaching staff, I, I hope they're not as dumb as sometimes they look. You know right. what I mean? Because sometimes in those games, we're making some stupid play calls. We're doing some stupid things when we lost to the Eagles, when we lost to the Cowboys, when we lost to the to the, um, to the the Packers just recently. We look kind of dumb, and I blame it on coaching always. Right. And uh, I wonder if when the line is different, Hey, this is just a loss. Chalk it up, and we'll come back next week. It's not that way in the playoffs. If the play calling changes quicker, if things they don't call dumb plays, yeah. you know what I mean. They got to be on point. Man. They got to be on point, and and that goes to say for the other team across the way too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, you're right, though. You, but you, you I, have I think to be ready. I guess what I mean by that is, and not to talk down on the Giants, not to talk down on Bears or any of the other teams, mostly just the Giants. When I say this. I think our potential to win a game is a lot higher than the Giants. I think the Giants are above their ceiling. They're doing really well this year. They don't quite have the core player group that we do. And so I I think our potential is actually higher than theirs. Not saying they can't beat us. I'm just saying if everybody goes out and plays really well, we come out on top. Meaning both teams. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and that's how I feel about it. And that's how we've got to play going into the playoffs. We've got to have a best out of everybody, always. Yeah. And meaning coaching staff as well, calling the plays defensively, not sitting back and letting them toss dimes on us. That doesn't work. No. We've we've got a, a whole different defense when it comes to playoffs. We've got to do something better. Yeah, we got to get pressure on the quarterback, and Duke Shelley and Patrick Pearson is going to have to step up, man. And we got to stop playing this soft coverage. I think. Yeah. We, I mean, not necessarily play press coverage because our guys aren't fast enough to keep up with, Mm-mm. you know, the big time receivers, no. Brandon Ayuk and AJ Brown and those teams. Who's but, that receiver on the Giants that used to be a Bills? Now he's making a huge splash uh, on the Giants. I can't think of his to name. To be honest but, with you, the only Giants receiver that I know off the top of my head is Sterling Shepard, and I don't even think he's playing. Oh, Slanko is another one that's hmm. Slanko. I can't remember. Mm, but either way, hats off to that dude. And uh, he's been, you know, there goes a guy that was not a starter. 
on another team, and now he's making huge waves on another team. That's yeah, cool. yeah. It's cool to see. The people that we obviously have to worry about in the Giants' offense is Daniel Jones's uh, mobility, his legs, and yeah. then Saquon Barkley. You have to stop the run. You yeah, know, obviously. Which when we beat him, we did pretty well against. Yeah, he just had both that, of those. He what? was just able to sit back and toss on us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, like I said, this is our get-right game for the Bears. It's at 11 o'clock. We should be able to go in there. And, and maybe we try to force J.J. the ball and get him this, his record. But, I mean, come halftime, if we're up 20-10 to 10 or even 27-10 to 10 or something like 27-13. We got a 10- or 14-point pro- lead. We'll, yeah. probably sit our, we'll probably sit the starters. Start squatting people. And yeah. I get it. But even still, I wonder if, even if they're like, all right, Kirk, have a squat. Justin Jefferson, you're staying out there, even with our backup, because he's not he's not a bad backup. We got a no. great backup. Yeah, leave him out there and let's go and and keep trying to give Justin some yards. Keep chunking it. Nothing crazy. Don't send him over the middle. We don't want to hurt him. Yeah. But it's like, hey, if he if he breaks open, send him the ball. Send him the ball. You yeah. know, let's get some yards. You know. I agree with you. I agree with you. So we'll see what happens, and then we got a Bears fan in here that just walks oh in because he's boy. the president of the company. He just oh, thinks he can do whatever he wants to do. Let's fire up a microphone. Looks like he's jumping on microphone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Murdoch Jones, the president of Home Slice no, no, Media. That's not why. Before yeah. we before we say anything, can I just say? <laughs> yeah. Your hair is on point today, I got like some dude. Big hair energy today, dude. Though. It's great. <laughs> like big when you walked energy. into the meeting we had earlier today, I was like, "Look at that dude's hair." There's something I, I wish I had. Some, I got some Conway Dang. height. You do Conway Twitty height. On there this you thing. go. So you were saying, yeah, Bears I actually, fan. I've, no, I don't listen. Bears aren't terrible. They're not. They're not. They're barely it. They, I don't know if they'd win SEC games, but like, <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for you guys. Yeah. Why? Because you didn't even get to like. Usually when. <laughs> when Lucy pulls the football up in front of Charlie Brown <laughs> in the Viking swarm of it, like you would have made the playoffs, but the dream, you know, Packers beat you. Packers yeah. beat us, but we're we still, still go to the playoffs. Yeah, so. yeah. We're oh, you because you're still going. Yeah, we're still going. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't you know already? It's done. Like, it's done. No, <laughs> it's, see, that's like, what we were just talking about because the Packers' loss yeah. makes us feel that way. But no, like, we, we're we're playing the Giants, who we already beat. Isn't this the, year. isn't the the you know? We're still twelve and four. Sure, you're I know. three and thirteen. This is not a Bears thing. <laughs> this is just me feeling honestly sorry for you guys because you know the dream. You had a nice little run there. Hey, hey. A good little storyline. Dan you. Patrick had something yet. to talk about. Yeah, we're not you know, done yet. He gave all the Minnesota fans. All I know we're is not, see that's the, the the heroes the the victory cry of every loser is we're not done yet, guys. If Boy, anything, that's what, yeah. if anything after this week, we're playing on house money. And we get an extra week of Vikings football. Yeah. At least. I'm happy with that's that. That's a real fair way to look at it. <laughs> at least. I think that is a nice way to not, like, mm. and then you're, you know, your yeah. February's not ruined. You no, know. no. This is what the entire NFL <laughs> fandom thinks right now, that the Vikings are just going to be one and done. We're going to lose. Yep. No, I mean, you're not even to, I mean, you're bare, you get to show up because you're 12-4, and four, sure. But, like, it's done. It, <laughs> that's that, what I'm saying. That's what I everybody thinks. I just want you guys thinks. to, like, understand it's over. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's going to mopey face your, your your way to watching he him may, at the championship game. He may again. not make it, though. He might not make it. He's got to beat the Lions first. He's got to win. Sunday night. Oh, and, oh and, and that <laughs> might not happen. Right, hey, the I'll Lions are a different week. animal this year. Yeah. Listen to yourselves. Will you listen to yourselves? <laughs> hey, look, I'm not yourselves. a Lions fan either. I'm just saying. <laughs> They're not the Bears. Thank you, Murdoch, for coming Bye, in Murdoch. for your two cents. Uh, Pretty quick. A couple hours. <laughs> God. Uh, people funny. just come in and they're just like, you know what? Speaking of your Vikings. Yeah. 
But literally, that's what everybody that's thinks. That's how everybody feels. And yeah. I'm the players in that locker room don't feel that way. No. We even have felt that way at times. No, and I do. I've felt that way, and I still kind of feel that way, but I've come to terms with it, all right? The end of last week, I was like, look, guys, this might not be our year, and I've all, I was like, who are we playing in the Super Bowl? I was driving that train. Right. You know, and I'm not saying we're not going to make it, but what I'm saying is, is I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it if right. we're one and done or even two games in on the playoffs because this team, this mentality, who we are, how we're playing is totally different From than it's in, been in the last three to four years 100%. of football. And, and the last couple of years of Zimmer's, and I loved Zimmer. I didn't want to see him go, but something had to change, and I loved him. But it's like, look at what we've got. Now, this is something to be proud of. Yeah. We've had some embarrassing losses. So what? So is everybody else. Right. So now it's time to it's time to go. And even if next year, I'm going to be so much more happy rolling into that year, even if we never make, even for some reason, they don't even do the playoffs. I don't care. I just know going into next season, I'm like, let's go. Let's get stronger. All we're going to do is get better. All right. Well, let me go. Ba- let me uh, feed off of that point there because number one, this was never a Super Bowl or bust year. No, nobody ever knew what was going to happen. Now we, as Vikings fans, knew that we were built to compete now, and we needed to get a coach in there that can get that the can best out of those players. That that was accomplished. Yeah. So this season is a win. It gives yep. us hope. For the future, but based off of our season and what we've been able to accomplish, it has given us hope that we can make a deep run. We Mm -hmm. could possibly get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we could possibly win it. Now the chances of that happening are obviously pretty slim uh-huh. because yeah. we're Vikings fans and we're the Vikings have a history of choking and a history of whatever yeah. everybody wants to say about us. That's the part I feel changed though. Yes, I agree with you because our losses. Our losses were bad losses. Our losses mm-hmm. weren't the close losses that we lost in the past. It's like us shaking off the old Viking-esque. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you, you move into a home, it's like, yeah, that house has always had a problem with the plumbing, but a plumber moves in, yep. and he's like, I'm about to fix that. Well, you still got to work through the plumbing issues. Right. You know, you still got to. And then all of a sudden, by the end of the year, he's like, there's no plumbing issues in here anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel this Viking season is. It's like, here we are. We're at the end of the season. He, our coach still had to work through some Viking-esque issues that are like, yep, we but we got to get through this stuff. Here we go. Yep, I agree. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about the offseason because we do have players getting older. We have contract situations that are going to be have to be dealt with. All the things that we'll talk about, but we don't have to get there yet. We can just see how this offseason or this season plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, What's your final score for the Bears game? I think it's uh, this has got blowout potential on it, but we don't do that. You know, we just don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's going to be like a 27-23 kind of a situation uh, I, because n- not to give the Bears more credit than they deserve or less credit than they deserve, that's just how we play. Yeah. You know, I, I think it'll be one of those games we're watching and never feeling like it's out of our hands, but also feeling like, oh, my gosh, don't screw this up. Right. So I am going to go kind of the opposite because we've had we've talked about it all year that one of these games we're going to eventually dominate and show mm-hmm. people what it means. And I think that that's actually going to happen, even though it doesn't matter, but it's going to matter for our mentality. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that probably by the third quarter we sit 
our starters or start resting some of them. There might be some JJ, you know, I think there's a good real possibility that JJ goes for 200 and breaks the record in this game. I hope we do. I hope so. And he, like you said, it matters, even though it does, it's, there's an asterisk because it's the of the happiness in the mentality. He still, he still did it. I think there's a real possibility that happens with this Bears secondary. The Bears don't want to win this game because they want to try to get that number one seed. Um, you know what I mean? So I think this has every every making of our dominant game that we need and get our mentality right going into the playoffs. So I'm going to say this game is going to be 41 to 13. Wow. And um get it. and we're going to get we're going to it's just going to lift our morale for the playoffs mm-hmm. and by the third mid to third quarter we'll we'll be sitting our starters. Sick. Let me run through this last thing. One thing I forgot to share that I've been sharing lately is on the NFL, you know, they do the DraftKings uh, def- defense is here, offense is here, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So their offense is ranked 28th yes. in the league. Ours is 12th now. Yep. Um, Defense, ours is 31st. Theirs is 28th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty pretty close there. Passing, we are 5th. They are 32nd. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is cool because our defense is 31st. You yeah. know, we still look at that. And then rushing, we are 27th, and they are 1st. And our defense was really good against the rush up until this last week. Right. By really good, I mean like really good running backs did okay, but nothing crazy. Last week they kind of ran all over us. And the reason why they're number one in the league with rushing is because of Justin Fields. Yep. Which he's not playing. Well, and so. their running back. David has, Montgomery's great. He's the reason they've won in the past. Yeah. He'll he's just a, pull, mow right over He's us. a good running back, for sure. Definitely. Solid running back. Yeah. Also, to close out, because we still don't know what's going to happen with this Bills-Bengals game, of course, yeah. with DeMar Hamlin's situation. The uh, the NFL is expected to make a decision on that tomorrow, I believe. Which tomorrow, whenever you're listening, this would be a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 6th. Friday the 6th. So then, you know, a lot of things will be answered as far as your fantasy championship, your bets, uh, you know, a lot of things are going to be answered. In my opinion, I don't really know what to do. It's so hard to think about because the only, there's two options in my mind. You give the game a tie and you don't even really count it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a tie, but that only sucks when you're playing for the AFC one seed, which both of those teams were, and the Chiefs (laughs) are going to be like, thank you. Right. For that, thank you, Demar Hamlin. For you know what I mean. Yeah. They're not saying that, but no, you know what I mean. But, but it, it benefits. It really does muddy it up. If you take that human side of it and you look back at the football side of it, it muddies that. It up. muddies that up a little bit because so, all of those teams are fighting and they're all a half a game game away from each other. And this was the deciding game. Yeah, and which is tough. So, or you figure out a way to play that game, which I don't see a timeline in the schedule for that makes sense. Oh, or, or only thing that would make sense is if they push the playoffs back and they take the Pro Bowl week out, they play the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl, and then they just play the you know the the game before the playoffs. You allow that Bengals Bills game to play. I just I don't know though. Like as an NFL executive or whoever making that decision, there's a lot that goes yeah. into it. Well, because then you've got other player health too, right? Yeah. I mean, this changes everything for if they push everything else back and let them play, everybody else gets a bye but them, right? And then they have to play a, a, a 18th game, right? Uh, not really, but kind of. That's why I thought they should have played that. If they were going to make a decision, they should have made it quick. But the problem was they, that nobody knew what was going to happen with Demar. Right? And, I th- and I think that changes the decision. He's doing better now. Yeah, he's asking questions. Yeah, he's starting to talk. That that changes the decision. Yeah, I think that they should have played that game tonight. Honestly, tonight Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but 
I could. I honestly thought, and, and and I get why they didn't, but I was thinking they're going to get after it the next day. Yeah, it's going to be a a Tuesday night game. They're well, COVIDish kind of situation. Like, why are we having a Tuesday or a Wednesday game? Just look, we got to get through this. We're going to pick the ball up right where it was. We're going to put it down. We're sorry, but you know. Well, you remember that year, and this kind of goes into it, and I can't remember the protocols for it, but it's you can kind of essentially look back on how they handled the COVID year when they first brought football back, and if games had to be canceled or stopped or postponed because of COVID. Now, I don't think that actually happened, but they did have a protocol in place yep. if that did happen where yep. games had to either be rescheduled or whatever. Yep. Now, it hurts because this game is so late in the season, and yeah. the – the There's playoff no impact that it has, it's hard. I don't know what to do. I, mean, I, be, I don't know the answer. It'd be better if it was like a non-playoff team, like our t- our game this weekend, right? Yeah. The Bears and the like. Hey, we'll end in a tie. Yeah, tie. it changes nothing. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks. You know, that's not the case. That's not the case. These teams are high-profile Super Bowl contending teams and playing for a number one seed. So, what do you do? It, I don't know. It's wild. We will always look back at this, and I and I hope. That player comes back and plays and has a long-lasting career, or at least is healthy for the rest of his life. We will always look back at this at what would have happened. Yep. Had that injury not happened, has he had he not had to have that kind of situation? What would have happened? Yep. Yep. So we'll know more tomorrow as far as the NFL as a whole goes, but we do know that the Vikings play the Bears this Sunday, and then more than likely we have the number three seed in the playoffs. We'll be playing the Giants, the number six seed, and we look forward to it at home at U.S. Bank Stadium where we haven't lost, I don't (laughs) think. So I'm happy for that, and for that we say, Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for more. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Hewson, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.